Well, well, well. If it isn't my parents' house. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yes, unfortunately, we're recording at my parents' house again. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, never mind that. Uh, this is a podcast called Politics. Although, <laughs> I actually call it Politics. And uh, the title of this episode is Renfield. My name is Presh. And I am Ty. And uh, I think we can just get into it. Let's get well, into it. I actually have something to say, All which right. isn't like clean up or like news. So I guess it's news. Okay. Something that's news to me. Just something I found out. Okay. Not even found out. Something I've been noticing. Okay. You know, like on on YouTube. Yes. You have like football. Well, you have different like, like you have like you know like T four football. Yeah. Which talks about the tactics. Yeah. And like that's not opinion. That's uh, you know they're analyzing an in game kind of thing. But then. Yeah. I've recently become aware of like opinion YouTubers, oh, yeah. right, about football, <laughs> and they always title their videos, you know, like whatever title it is, like uh, Arsenal will bottle the Premier League title, yeah. and then in brackets behind it, my honest uh, reaction or yeah. my honest response or my honest uh, my true feelings or something like that. Yeah. Which <laughs> the implication I'm taking away is that these guys are constantly lying. They're always yeah. like, just <laughs> just talking the most lies and then just to specify when they are telling the truth they just they put a that, uh, a little honest tagline. Yeah. My honest opinion. <laughs> so yes, I've been going around saying stuff and then as I finish saying it going my honest opinion <laughs> to, to people but they don't know what, <laughs> what that means <laughs> like why did you is the implication that you've been lying this yeah but anyway I uh, I just thought that was fun I don't know where to start I guess it's news because it's new to me yeah. but uh, <laughs> it's not it's not notable in any way <laughs> anyway <laughs> let's just clean up from last week so right. you talk, you spoke about some ship or whatever We'll uh, I guess we'll get to it in the news but yeah uh, I was trying to remember a name of a ship and I just like I can't rem- even remember what I pulled out I I think I said the Starship Enterprise uh, yeah yes. but before I said the Black Pearl from yes <laughs> from the parts of the Caribbean <laughs> but anyway just as I was just going through the week I realized why didn't I say the Titanic yeah it's the most famous <laughs> ship <laughs> it's, I'm a huge James Cameron fan he's probably my number two guy behind George Lucas yeah and I just I fumbled <laughs> I'm sorry to the <laughs> listeners sorry to the Titanic hive you know I, I know you guys hold me in good esteem but I'm sorry I let you all down <laughs> anyway uh, so last week I said the social network should have won best picture and lost Oscar to the artist well I couldn't remember and I just guessed the artist but um, I actually lost to the King's Speech uh, which uh, it's fine it's like a 7 out of 10 but definitely not better than the social network okay. anyway have you seen either of these? No. Nope. All right. <laughs> Let's just move on. So, and well, both of these were in uh, relation to Steve Jobs. Yeah. No, not the Titanic one, yeah. just this one and the one that's coming up, right? Uh, because uh, the guy who made Steve, who wrote Steve Jobs also wrote the social network. That's yeah. the context we were speaking about. But yeah. anyway, it's not that important. I just... Uh, yeah. Thought I'd clear the record. Anyway, the second one is, I said that an orchestra could probably play could probably play without a conductor yes so i googled and small orchestras do play without a conductor yes right the reason to have a conductor is that in like a very large orchestra certain sections don't play for like minutes at a time and it's hard to like keep count of the yeah uh i don't know what the music they, yeah. <laughs> you, you know like the timing 
yeah, their their timing of when they gotta start playing again. Yeah. So like I said, like this section might take two minutes off, and they might forget when is their time. And you're thinking, well, why can't they just hear the music and you know, yes, <laughs> just jump in? But yeah. it's because it's a very large orchestra over the stage. They may not be able to hear like other sides of the stage because there's so much noise. Yes, right. So that's why you need a conductor who like say, all right, you guys get ready, you guys go, right. Yeah. But this could easily be. Solved using like a computer or like even like a few lights. Yeah. That like a red light goes on when the horn section are supposed to play. A blue goes on when the you know. Yeah. I don't know what the sections <laughs> are. <laughs> All right, you caught me. I don't. I only knew. I said horns, right? Yes. I only know the horn. <laughs> I don't know the rest of these. Five. Percussion. Percussion is one of them. Yeah. Is percussion is percussion and horn similar? No. No. All not right. at all. all right. So I got two. Yeah. The bass. Uh, you you'd count them as part of the strings, actually. All right, all right. The strings. Yeah. Yes. All right. Um. All right. Never mind. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the the trial of pressure, <laughs> and I'm on trial for not knowing the, <laughs> the the different members of an August trial. This is we're just in the cleanup from last week, right? Yes. But anyway, I just I thought. So it's a really funny that is metaphor of why he's the most important person in the world that he picked as an example that shows how in- insignificant he is, yeah. right? So once again, I don't know if Steve Jobs actually said that or that was just like Aaron Sorkin taking creative liberties, but either way, it was just <laughs> that scene in the movie was so hilarious, and uh, yeah. So that's all my cleanup. Do you have any cleanup? Uh, no, not that I can think of. Right. You've never cleaned anything up. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. So, listeners, he just loves to live in dirt. That's what I'm hearing. He he hates being clean. But all right, uh, let's just move on to the news then. All right. Okay. So, <laughs> <coughs> oh my god, <coughs> it's so loud in here. We need a. <laughs> can you get a remote and turn the volume down? It's too loud. It's too loud, and I can't even see my coast because there's so much smoke in here. <laughs> Alright, so this week was 4.20. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was the waiting we- to see where that would lead. <laughs> the weed day, right? The weed day. And uh, I don't smoke marijuana myself. But uh, I think how it's treated in this country and like in many countries that are around the world, it's totally wrong. And uh, there's lots of other words, but wrong is the, <laughs> the easiest one. Yeah, inhumane. Uh all right, just wrong. That's the okay. <laughs> so anyway, currently weed is decriminalized in South Africa. What does that mean? Uh, it means you can have like up to a certain amount, and you yes. can use it in your own private space. Yes. So if you are caught like on weed, or you happen to have like a bag on you, like you won't go to jail. They might give you like a fine or something. Yeah. Uh, this happened in like 2018. Yes. It was decriminalized for private use. Yeah. Meaning like. Uh, you're not allowed to buy or sell yeah. but you're allowed to smoke which you know yeah. makes you wonder how do you get it? <laughs> <laughs> but yes you're allowed to grow a small amount in your garden or like okay. you know similar so yeah. if you grow it and you smoke it uh, you're not breaking no any laws right Yeah. but I disagree with this right I believe in legalization okay essentially means it's treated in the same way like alcohol and tobacco is yeah so like uh, you have alcohol stores you'll have like a weed store yeah and then you know (laughs) well we do actually have weed stores like um, 
Okay, the biggest example I can think of is Canarite. Vaporite's cannabis kind sure. of division. But is that a South African company? Yeah. Well... And is it legal? I, I don't know if it's legal. <laughs> yeah. But they, <laughs> they advertise it a lot in Vaporite stores. So I'm assuming it's somewhat legal. But Well, maybe... Well, it could be that that's like an online business or like registered in another country where the laws are that weed is legal. Yeah. That, uh, it could be. I, I have no idea, right? My my point being that <laughs> we we don't have a place where you... Well, va- uh, that's in... What you said, Canarite. Canarite, yeah. That I assume that's vapes that are on... Um, yeah. THC vapes, not uh, like I, actual I, marijuana. Yeah, I don't know if they sell actual marijuana but i think i've seen edibles that's the point i'm trying to make here that like uh you know with legalization you would have like a weed store yeah where you can go and like go to a menu and see okay this 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 and then okay uh yeah yeah uh so it's bought and sold freely in shops you can use it freely in private and uh also use it at designated places in public okay so like you you know you have smoking areas for tobacco users uh like in restaurants, there's like windows and certain places yeah. are sectioned off, right? Uh, right? And similar, there's rules about alcohol. Like you can't just walk down the street and drink alcohol. It's yeah. you, know, you have to be in like a restaurant or like a, a club or something, you know, like where alcohol is allowed to be sold. Yeah. Right. So there, there's there's still rules. It's not like uh, you you know, <laughs> it's Mad Max. It's Mad Max. I don't know why I said Mad Max. <laughs> Sounded like an an Australian would say Mad Max. Mad Max. <laughs> Yeah, this is not Mad Max where, like, you know, there's no rules and everyone's running mad, wild. It's just, you know, uh, there's still rules. Yeah. It's still managed in the same way that alcohol and tobacco is. But, yeah, yeah, um, you're not allowed to use it or drive or, like, similar instances that require focus and will result in, like, a dangerous situation without focus. Yeah. Right? And the long-term goal is for it to replace alcohol as like the go-to solution to de-stress because like okay. I've, I've heard that like people after work they'll have like a beer yeah or like a glass of wine or whatever whatever right yeah. to like de-stress after a long day and just the the medical uh like arguments i've heard or read yeah have all said that marijuana is a better alternative to alcohol so if it okay. were legal and more uh, widely available yeah it could be a better solution that, yeah. than alcohol. That could be. Right? I call this the common sense argument. Right? That weed is less destructive than alcohol. Yeah. But what if you don't give a shit? Then you don't <laughs> give a shit, I guess. Alright, how about an economic argument? Okay. Right? The Department of Ag- Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development estimate that the cannabis industry it worth, is worth an estimated 28 billion rand in South Africa. And could create between 10,000 and 25,000 jobs across the sector. An economic argument alone isn't enough to unban or legalize something, right? Yeah. But like, what if like murder became very profitable? Then everyone right? would be murdered. And, and then like you go to parliament and you're like, well, it's very popular. so <laughs> <laughs> And we could make money from it. So, you know. So why not? Yeah. yeah. The reason why I'm saying this is because coupled with the common sense argument, it you know, uh, that's why yeah. I'm I'm agreeing to it. Yeah. If it was only an economic argument, I wouldn't agree to it, right? Yeah. Because 
just because something makes money doesn't mean that it's a good thing or like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know there'll be long term good effects of it yeah so all right uh, do you have anything to say about uh, the weed day um no not really i mean i think we've covered all the 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 best arguments i guess for it but because i'm not against it i can't really argue against it all right sure yeah but what about the devil's advocate even then i don't know what to say because you've put forward some compelling points all right well people would say well you know like similar to condoms right yeah. you know when you put out condoms the, the idea is to have safe sex yes but that will tell people who don't know about sex about sex yes. right in the same way uh, people say well like, if you legalize weed it would become more like like people who didn't know about it would find out about it yeah as opposed to like if it were still illegal yeah right and they could smoke it they could get hooked onto it they could uh, yeah become addicted i would like to point you to the uh, the case study of portugal okay oh, yes so look they don't legalize yeah. it in the way that i'm calling for with weed right yes what they did was they decriminalize it so like how we have weed now yes. but we're not just weed with all drugs yes so heroin they were, they were having like a very hectic uh, heroin uh, epidemic. epidemic right and it also coincided with like a big hiv and aids uh, epidemic yeah so what what was happening was they were sharing needles yeah. and they were obviously sharing the aids because the yeah because the needles know. so what what portugal yeah. did was one like one of the many things they did right was they they started a clean needle program okay so if you have a, a dirty needle yeah. you bring it into a a clinic Okay. They'll give you a clean one. They'll give you like uh, cotton. They'll give you like everything you need. <laughs> everything you need. Like they, they're like, all right, you can do your drugs as long as you're not swapping needles and you know getting people killed. Yeah. Like, uh, so they treated drug addiction as a health issue yeah. instead of like, I don't know, people to be shamed and or you know like a criminal issue. Yeah. Like if you're doing drugs, we send you to jail. Yeah. Because there, there's no like. There's no proper rehabilitation program. Yeah. It's all like um like some people I guess they find like god yeah. or they they turn to religion and yeah. they stop doing drugs but that's it's not like a proper plan. Yeah. <laughs> What if you don't <laughs> do that like you you know. That's it. Yeah. So Portugal they in- introduced a number of uh measures. Measures like uh you go there uh to a doctor's office and instead of being thrown in jail for being on drugs ill a counselor will be there who'll speak to you and say hey why are you doing this and you might say like oh this troubles in my life and they could help you solve that issue so you're not yeah cuz the thing is if they wean you off the drugs you'll still be in a shitty situation in your life yeah so you need to both change the fact that you're addicted and the situation so that when you go back to the situation yeah. you don't become like depressed again and try drugs to Yeah like uh kind of take your mind off that situation yeah. right so if you look at it as a holistic thing it's yeah. much better to you know for treating addiction for kind of getting it out there yeah. if things were like out in the open yeah have you ever heard the phrase like wounds need he- need air to heal yes or like something like that right like yeah. you can't solve an issue if it's in the dark you need to bring it out into the light so everyone can see the issue yes it's similarly that that's how i feel okay not uh, not just we just like all drugs should be treated in decriminalized so that 
there's yeah. not a stigma towards it yeah and uh, I, I would uh, encourage our listeners to read up on this in case uh, you know I uh, I've made like a wrong argument here and you know they want to disagree or whatever uh, yeah. you know uh, let me know leave an argument in the comments <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, next part of news Right. So last week right. we spoke about the Warner Brothers newly renamed streaming service Max. Yes. So they have greenlit a new adaptation of the Harry Potter series. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. I only bring this up to say that we will never cover that on the show. Okay. Right. Yeah. We spoke about this on the Avatar episode, but my uh, line for uh, a boycott is harm. Yes. And <laughs> we mentioned her on that episode, but yes. J.K. Rowling is a bigot who uses her platform her money her like status yeah, her everything everything <laughs> she can to harass and demean trans people right? yes and again using her status to like encourage her allies to also demean and harass trans people yes right she's a very rich and powerful person so this is yeah she's a, a huge scumbag right yeah. I find her repulsive and we will definitely be boycotting this 100%. Well, I'm only speaking to my, for no, myself. Like, I, I agree with you. 100%. I could be away for the weekend and you decide to cover it as a, a major backstab against the trans <laughs> community. But, you know, I won't be here. So that's not on my conscience. That's on your conscience. But uh, definitely when I'm here, we're not going to do it. When I feel like if you're away for a weekend, I'm just going to have kaleidoscope. Yeah, kaleidoscope. kaleidoscope. <laughs> it's, it's very likely going to be kaleidoscope. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I can never take away <laughs> Let's just become the kaleidoscope power. The kaleidoscope power hour. <laughs> right? Anyway, the next uh, story is this week Twitter took away the legacy blue chips. Yes. Right? <laughs> Only people paying the whatever. So, like for for Android, it's eight dollars for uh, iOS. It's eleven yeah. to offset the thirty uh, uh, percent the ISO takes from apps. Yeah. Right. And uh, so, like the only only people paying now will have the blue check. Yeah. Which is just, you know, we were speaking about last week about what a dipshit Steve Jobs is. Yeah. <laughs> just another example of what an idiot this guy is. Right. It's. Um, so the blue check was introduced to make sure there was no like fraud. Yes. So say I get an, uh, a message from I don't know who's a celebrity I like. Uh, Telesoft. I don't have strong feelings about it either way. Yeah, uh, Bernie Sanders. Mm, no, Roberto De Zerbi sends me a message. Oh, right? okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Presh. Send me 100 euros, I will become the new manager of Liverpool. I'm like, he has 100,000 euros. <laughs> Please come to my club, sir. <laughs> right? And it turns out that wasn't him, that was a fake. <gasps> right? He's not responsible, he has nothing to do with this. Deserve I'm speaking. Well, yes. Not, not Musk. <laughs> Deserve the fact that I fell for, you know, uh, a trick or a scam yeah it has nothing to do with him yeah. even though they used his name in the scam yes right so the the check mark wasn't for the person itself in this example deserve right it yes. was for the general public so that they won't get confused yes the actual person being verified gets no like there's no incentive yeah right yeah. so <laughs> it was something like a net gain of 248 accounts got Twitter Blue after the legacy 
status was taken away? I believe I read 28. 28? Yeah. Huh. Well, we can just go go, yeah, go we, to that, but... Yeah, uh, okay, I'll, I'll search for that while you... While I do my... Your news. news. But okay. I just wanted to say, so, you know what I said about verification is about... So, we as the public know that's the person. Yes. So, what I'm seeing from a lot of, like, right-wingers and, like, Elon Simps that... Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, like, well... Um, the blue check conferred like special privileges or like uh yeah made your voice more pronounced heard i don't know like like twitter was endorsing this person by giving them the blue check yeah i've never felt that way right and i've heard all of them say this now so what i want to know is are they saying this like post hoc like elon musk said oh i'm giving power to the people and now they've retroactively been like oh yeah we were <laughs> this is we what we wanted right we wanted uh, the blue check and special privileges to be take, taken away from celeb- celebrities or did they always feel this way and like uh, he was like tapped in and he's like oh people feel this way that's why we need to take away the blue check and yeah but uh, I strongly feel it's the the former yeah like uh, nobody really cared everyone just assumed that the blue check meant that's that's the person who yeah. <laughs> you know was tweeting and then now after the fact because this dipshit has uh has said so they've all amended their stories to yeah like uh be like oh this is what this was always about yeah but i don't know yeah it's Any. it's tough to say because it's like what's it called schrodinger's douchebag <laughs> <laughs> yes schrodinger's okay. joke well, you make a joke and you wait to see if people res- respond negatively or positively. Yeah. If it was negative, ah, it was just a joke. Yeah. Positive, yeah, I was being serious. Yeah. <laughs> that's a true point I'm, uh, I'm trying to make. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how... Ah, that's how it goes. Yeah. This And I'm glad that this is... Uh, it's kind of stripping away the, the notion that the rich... Are smarter, or <laughs> <laughs> you know, they they have access to like some sort of information. The rest of it, it's like no, they. It's either just like luck, or like they uh, inherited a bunch of money and yeah. uh, like. Okay. Yeah. But, well, what are you gonna say? Uh, it was on the topic of money, but it's fine. I'll get to that later. Hmm. It's it's kind of part of this, but it's all right. Well, you can get into your news. Yeah, okay. So, um, uh, when was it? It was Wednesday, I believe. On 420, actually. Mm. As Elon Musk uh, predicted three years ago or something. Um, what do you mean you predicted it? Well, he didn't predict it, but he said... So, you know how he owns SpaceX? Yes. So, he... Um, well, he might be the CEO or something. But anyway, he is. right? Yeah. So, he, um, he'll, like, he'll tweet something. And then uh, it'll be about SpaceX. So then he gives like a timeline. Mm. But usually everything works on Elon time, which is like he'll say something and then two or three months down the line, that thing will then happen. So like after he's predicted it, I think the average is like 3.8 times later. Can you give me some examples? Uh, So he, I believe he said... Okay, yeah, I, you can't... Well, I'm not 
I'm basing it off memory here because I don't exactly remember if it's true. Mm. But uh, he said something like the first starship hop, so that was I think ship six or ship seven, uh, would uh, would hop in like three months, and then it ended up being six months later that it actually hopped. Okay. Does that make sense? Is this something he was working on, or is it just a, a general prediction he made about the market and then it came true? No, this is something he works on. So he sets the deadlines. Okay. And then, um, so like he'll say something. So like, for example, this Starship launch mm. was, he originally in like, I don't know, I think it was December or something, said, we're planning to launch it on 420. Mm-hmm. Right, and then they got everything ready, um, and it was already on the seventeenth, and then there was a delay, mm-hmm. suspiciously. So there's a conspiracy theory that he delayed it so that it could then launch on four twenty. Uh, but then, yeah, it it came to four twenty, and he, well, they launched it, and um, people are a bit split about whether it was a successful launch because the rocket exploded. Yeah, that's the one thing I've been waiting for you to mention. You've been talking a lot of bullshit, but I'm like, the rocket fucking exploded, bro. When are you going to mention that? <laughs> All right. So, so um, like a lot of uh, Elon stands and SpaceX fans and that kind of stuff have been uh, saying, oh, but this test was a resounding success because they got a bunch of data from the the time that it launched to the three minutes and a bit after when it exploded. So they can then use that data to uh, improve on the next Starship. Right. But the general public are saying, this rocket exploded. How is that a success at all? Because you're wasting... I don't know. I, I think the figures like a, a billion dollars or something. The figure I read was this rocket cost three billion. Three billion. Fair enough. Yeah, you're wasting three billion on this rocket. So my point of view. My honest reaction. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care how you try to spin it. If you blow up a three billion dollar <laughs> rocket, that's a failure. <laughs> I don't give a shit if you got good information. You blow up a $3 billion rock. And, like, if it flew, it went, like, um, did a loop-de-loop around the sun and, like, came back. And just as it was landing, it blew up. I'd be like, all right, fair enough. That was a successful mission. This, like, four minutes into the air, blew up. That's not a success. (laughs) And, like, uh, I saw this tweet where, like, this Elon tweeted something about, like, how the engines are going to work, whatever. Yeah. And, like, a engineer replied to him, like, that's not going to work because this, this, this. Yeah. And all those things came true. <laughs> With this locket rodge. Uh, obviously... <sighs> obviously, that's not my area of expertise, so I can't verify, but, uh, you know, from yeah. what I've read, that's precisely... This yeah. random guy on Twitter, his predictions all came true because... Yeah. He could see the... This guy's a dipshit. Yeah. Anyway... Now, the reason I said loss or in the cleanup yeah. that I should have called it the Titanic was, <laughs> this is the biggest rocket ship, right? Yes. So it's the biggest rocket ship <laughs> on its maiden voyage. <laughs> 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 fucking blow up. 
I should have called it the, if I had the the fucking common sense to call it the Titanic last week this would have been a slam dunk <laughs> follow up but unfortunately it yeah. would have been perfect <sighs> but yeah so the I think probably the the biggest thing for space nerds right now mm. is that they also blew up the launch pad mm. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 even though they have another ship they can't use it yeah they can't use it as a launch pad all right anyway carry on so that's um they say it's i think 2 to 4 months elon time Mm. So like realistically in the next 6 to 8 months or so they'll do another yeah they launch do. there should be another launch all right yeah well the next part of my news is once again a PSA that mm. the SANBS needs blood so to my South African well to our South African listeners no they're all yours <laughs> <laughs> all my South African yeah. listeners well we we established like in the patreon that I'm like a bad cop you're a good cop yeah so all the listeners they love you i'm just you know i i'm a bad boy against the law i'm like uh uh you take bribes no what bad cop no all the cops are taking bribes i'm the <laughs> i'm the bad cop who doesn't take bribes <laughs> uh but i was going to say clint eastwood in um the good the bad and the ugly but i don't think he's a policeman <laughs> anyway carry on i've never watched that i should watch that yeah it's just go donate blood that's the good yeah unless this is like a a, a front corporation created by dracula <laughs> just harvesting blood <laughs> all right the which, best segue ever. Yes, which leads into <laughs> the context for this week's episode, which is about Renfield, right? The context being that, um, so like in the 1930s and fif- between the 1930s and 50s, Universal made a bunch of horror movies they later dubbed the Universal Classic Monsters. Right. Right. They weren't initially conceived as being like a franchise, you know, like the same way as the MCU. Yeah. It was just like, Oh, we made a Dracula movie. Oh, we made a Frankenstein movie. Yeah. Hey, why don't we cross them over? That would be cool. Well, well, because they were very popular, right? Yeah. And this started the first cinematic universe 77 years before Iron Man. Wow. <laughs> and the Marvel <laughs> one, right? Well, there, there have been a few cinematic universes before yeah. Marvel. It's just, this is the popular one of our time. So that's why, Yeah. Uh, you know, people, uh, I don't know, try to copy it and such. Yeah. Um but yeah, so the first movie in that universal classic uh horror movie or whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. Was 1931's Dracula. Huh. Uh played by Bela Lugosi. Okay. And this movie is a sequel to that. Right. We even see, you know, like in the beginning section of the movie, we see uh Nicholas Cage and Nicholas Holt their faces CGI'd over the yeah. <laughs> the characters yeah. in the 1931 movie. And also, by the way, we'll be covering the 1931 movie on our Patreon yeah. uh, this week as the commentary. Yeah. I, <laughs> the original plan was to do um, uh, the... Uh, unbearable weight of massive, massive talent. talent. Right, which is a Nicolas Cage movie that came out last year, also from Universal, which I really enjoyed, but didn't get any, like, uh, like 
that was a huge flop yeah and spoiler it's always redfield <laughs> right it's uh i don't think it's made its money back okay it's uh not looking good yeah but yeah uh when i went to watch the unbearable weight of massive talent i was in an empty theater yeah and when i went to watch redfield this week uh, there was one person <laughs> <laughs> but that person was having a great time bro the way they were laughing <laughs> they, were, they were laughing much louder than me and i was laughing quite loud but <laughs> yeah. uh yeah the two of us we had a grand time anyway so the second part of this context is in recent years there've been several attempts at restarting the universal classic monster universe you know right. in, in response to the popularity of the marvel movies called the dark universe okay <laughs> it started it started with dracula untold yeah. do you remember that movie i came out in like 2014 yeah i heard of it but i never it never caught my fancy right so two off by friends caught my interest yeah they swear by it okay they love dracula untold Okay. But it's honestly a rubbish movie. <laughs> no offense to them. Right. But uh well, I don't know why you're laughing like that. But yeah. So Universal Uni- Universal discarded it, right? Okay. And decided to start fresh because <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, wasn't very well received. I I'm not sure about the box office like if it made enough to warrant uh Yeah. You know, continuation, but right. So they were like, "All right, let's just start fresh." And in 2017 they they created the Mummy starring Tom Cruise. Yes. And I'd never watched that movie. <laughs> <laughs> as uh so as I believe it Sofia Botella is the Mummy. Yes. And the implication is at the end of the movie she's kind of passed on the Mummy curse to him. Yeah. So he's the new Mummy. Yes. Again, I I've never so. seen it. I <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Literally have no idea this could be <laughs> the opposite of the plot maybe he was a mummy and he gave it to her <laughs> like who knows? <laughs> who knows bro who knows well, but probably anyway. people that watch the mummy not a lot because <laughs> <laughs> uh so anyway a number of high profile casting announcements were made in the run up to the mummy coming out right so yeah. Sofia Botella like i said was the titular mummy in the movie yes. uh Tom Cruise was the star of this movie but he plays like a character named like Nick Turner or something just like a just generic generic name. name it's not like Van Helsing or like you know like a a regular person that you know it's just like a regular person you wouldn't know yeah. <laughs> but anyway maybe Nick Morton yeah. anyway it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> right Russell Crowe as Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde yeah i think he must be playing twin characters why would he play two characters a Dr. Jekyll and a Mr. Hyde it I... seems very interesting yeah yeah Anyway, <laughs> it must be some sort of like twin situation. Yeah. Or like a a clone. Oh. Mm. Cloning back in the day. That would have been very strange cool. why you would play two characters. But anyway, let's just move on, right? <laughs> Johnny Depp as the Invisible Man. Damn. Right? Yeah. Uh Javier Bardem as Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. And they were apparently trying to get Angelina Jolie as the Bride of Frankenstein. Damn. Right? So they like they were going yeah. for like big names. huge net and they would attach it to one of their universal monsters and they would you know yeah. sell it on that they maybe you know like uh, a few weeks ago we were, we were talking about the DC universe flopping yeah. the Snyderverse flopping yeah somehow even an even bigger flop <laughs> before the mummy came out they put out this publicity photo of Tom Cruise Russell Crowe Javier Bardem Sofia Botella and Johnny Depp yeah <laughs> as all, no not in costume as they think just like in like suits or whatever 
and yeah. that went out. I think in Vanity Fair, maybe, yeah, or some you know big publication. And yeah. <laughs> after the Mummy failed, all those movies were cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> we never saw any of them. <laughs> <laughs> the Mummy was both a critical and commercial flop. Okay. Again, I don't have the numbers in front of me. Just know that it was so bad they they scrapped the entire <laughs> the entire cat or not catalog the the slate of upcoming movies because it was so bad. <laughs> that the, yeah. Anyway, uh, so they abandoned the idea of a dark universe of doing a cinematic universe and started just focusing on standalone films. Yeah. The not the first one, but like a good example is twenty twenties The Invisible Man. Have yes. you seen that? Yeah. You have that. I have. That's a shock. Why, <sighs> listeners? He's asking me why. He's asking me why, listeners. I am asking you why. So if I said the words, uh, <laughs> you failed, your highness. <laughs> I'm a Jedi, like my father before me. <laughs> what, what movie is that from? <laughs> it's one of the Star Wars. Which one? Um, he doesn't know, listeners. He does menace. It was in Return of the Jedi. What Look the at shot? this fucking fraud. We caught him. We caught him. <laughs> <laughs> this, the police let the police come out from behind the, the walls. We caught him. He admitted it. He admitted it on tape. He, he doesn't know Return of the Jedi. Anyway, oh, fuck. Where am I? <laughs> you see, you made me so angry. <laughs> yes. So you've seen Invisible Man. Yes. Which is like a modern retelling of. The Invisible Man. Yeah. Spoiler alert: He uses like technology to become invisible. It's not like a yeah a weird uh, like just random monsters. No, 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 no. Like he has a a mixture. What's that called? A, a concoction. It's, yeah. Like a. He makes a little potion thing. A potion. That's yeah. fuck. Yeah. Why, why didn't you say potion before? I didn't <laughs> say potion. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. He makes a little post a potion and drinks it. Yes. And he turns invisible. Yes. Now this is a technological suit that like. I think maybe it reflects. Yeah. It yeah. like takes what's behind you and puts it in so front th- of you. Yeah, yeah. So the it looks like the person is looking through you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, modern retellings of these. Yeah. Uh, classic tales. I honestly would have preferred the original. The potion. Yeah. You don't like technology. No. No, well, not this specific because it just seems like anyone can do it. It's not really like a. Well, he uh, invented it. Yeah. He made the like, suit. Yeah, but you could do it, probably. Anybody could take the Invisible money. Man potion, too. Ah, uh, yeah. But it, it just seems more, like, fantastical to have a potion. It's not suit. fantastical to make a suit that <laughs> turns you invisible. Because <laughs> <laughs> you could just, like, put a camera on your back and have some screens in front of you. All right. Well, that was actually one of the Mission Impossibles. They did that. Yeah. See? Uh, uh, Tom Cruise, like... Ro- unrolled this like big screen yeah. and he was like running up to somebody but he had the screen in front of him which yes. was taking a picture yeah. and they were inside like the Kremlin I think yeah. doesn't matter <laughs> we're way off topic you know what I was saying we need to like, keep it short let yeah. me check the time <sighs> 40 minutes we haven't even saw <laughs> okay. we haven't. you need to get serious okay, this is you okay. derailing me let's go and making me angry <laughs> anyway right so, the Invisible Man and now the topic of today's show, Renfield. Yes. Which, yes. Yes. Renfield. You are, do you want to say anything before we start? Before we start? No. I think I'll leave my observations until later. 
part. Right. So first of all, I felt like the effects were like hit or miss. Yeah. You know, yeah. very early on, we see him or Dracula yeah. <laughs> with like a half head yeah. or like a half face, yeah. you know, because he was burnt badly. Yeah. That effect was beautiful. Yeah. I couldn't believe how good that looked like. I was I was just like, oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> right. But then, you know, like later on in the movies when they, they're fighting the gang yeah. and like you're seeing people's bodies explode. Yeah. I felt that the, that effect felt like very cheap it, and very... Yeah. It was very kind of like, how do I describe it? It was like, it wasn't, okay, I don't want to say it wasn't realistic, but it wasn't like actual blood. Uh, like I said, it looked cheap. Yeah. Right. Although, like, I liked the effect. I thought it was, because yeah. this is a comedy, right? Yeah. So a lot of the stuff, like that blowing up, <laughs> a body just blowing up and turning into like <laughs> blood <laughs> like I, I like I enjoyed that it's just the way it looked was uh, very cheap so yeah. that's why I was like ah, if they could have spent a little bit more money on this uh, yeah. you know yeah um, oh sorry we skipped over this but I, this is back in the context right yeah so you know I was saying I was giving you like the rundown of Universal yeah. So, like, in recent years, what I've noticed is that Universal is, like, really going to, like, top talents and help, not helping, like, giving them contracts. Right. So, yeah. do you know what A24 is? I've heard of it. So, it's a distribution company. Yeah. And their catalog of films are excellent. Okay. Their film, Everything Everywhere, All at Once, won Best Picture last year. Yes. It's, uh, in the independent movie world, they are, like, very well... Regarded, right? Okay. Uh, I don't regard them well <laughs> because, well, I, um, I agree that their choice of movies is very good. Okay. But they're very bad at distributing. Okay. A yeah. distribution company that can't distribute, you know, <laughs> it's uh, <sighs> dramatic irony. Yeah. That's how my grade seven teacher explained uh, the phrase, like uh, if a fireman's fireman's house burns down, or you know, like yeah. a policeman gets robbed. It's like the person you wouldn't think it would happen to, it happens to. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, but yes, so A24 is very good at identifying talent. Yeah. And I found that Universal has been basically using their talent ID. <laughs> <laughs> and like offering, you know, uh, directors. Yeah. Uh, like, so Universal is a major studio, whereas A24 is an independent. Yes. And it's just a distributor. It's not funding the movie. It's just yeah. once the movie is made, they get it and they... You know, right. yeah. distribution. <laughs> yeah. So Universal has been like contacting. So do you know who Robert Eggers is? We mentioned yes. him a few weeks ago. Yeah. He made The Witch, yes. The Lighthouse, and uh, The Northman. Yeah. Three excellent, excellent movies. Nothing less than a nine out of ten. Bobby Eggs is my like my, my you know what's a new a new person like a modern my my favorite modern filmmaker. Okay. Right. Yeah. He only started in like 2015, so yeah, that, that that that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, my favorite filmmaker that started in the in the 2010s. Okay, that that's yeah, <laughs> got you. Do you understand now? I understand. <clears throat> right. Uh, so they got him. They got Jordan Peele. Yeah. Do you know who he is? Yeah. He made Get Out. Yeah. He made Us, and he made Nope. Yeah. So Get Out, I think, was with an independent studio. Yeah. And then Us and Nope were both with Universal. Okay. Uh, for Robert Eggers, uh, uh, the Northwind was at Universal. The previous two were with the independent. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
So, but, but my, my point being, I've recently found that Universal have been very good about finding, you know, good talents and yeah. giving them more money that, than they would have at a independent to see what they could do in a bigger project. Yeah. But unfortunately, they're very bad at, like, marketing. Yeah. Similarly, that's how I feel about the Renfield. I feel like Nicolas Cage is really at the top of his game. Yeah. He, um, I don't know how many movies you watch, but these last few years, he's put out... Some of his best work. Okay. Uh, have you seen Pig? Sorry, what? Pig. Pig. No. All right. Pig is, uh, has been his best performance in a movie since uh, maybe Leaving Las Vegas when he won the... Actually, I don't know if he won the, the Oscar for Leaving Las Vegas. Maybe that was Elizabeth Shue, but it doesn't matter, right? Right. Pig is some of the best work he's ever done in his career. Okay. Uh, the Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yeah. Uh, I think he was like the executive producer and like the driving force behind that movie yeah excellent movie so like you can see Universal have kind of hitched their wagon to him yeah and like other great creatures yeah so I'm enjoying that it's just that all these movies flop yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's unbearable weight of mass talent flop Renfield flop uh, yeah. The Northman flopped nope didn't really flop but it was uh, yeah hmm no not great it didn't do the numbers we assumed it would ah right okay yeah so universal yeah like i said i like that they finding talent giving them money but it's just that extra step of connecting with the audience that's yeah. not happening yeah um but yeah that was just context <laughs> we should get back to this all right okay. right uh so yeah on the whole I enjoyed the effects. There's just like a few shots, like you know, like the that cheap looking growing up that just left a sour taste in my mouth. Yeah. Uh myself. Yeah. Uh just in general or specifically about I don't events? know. <laughs> you have notes. Okay. Listeners, every week I look over I look over at his little book, there's notes and he never says a goddamn thing. But alright, he'll just tell me about some spaceship. So four pages of notes about a spaceship. But well, no, I've only got one. All right, one all right. I I really enjoyed the music. Like, I found the soundtrack to be really enjoyable. Uh, like, you know how last week yes. we were talking about Mario and how nothing fit? Yes. I think this... Much better. That, yeah, in Renfield, all the music was really on point mm. for what whatever they were doing at the time. Mm. Yeah, quite like that. All right. Yeah. And... Uh, so that's why I added the context, right? Yeah. I really felt like the acting from the three leads, Nicholas Holt, Nicholas Cage, and Aquafina, were all excellent. Yeah. It's just like uh, Nicholas Holt's British accent kind of threw me off. Uh, I don't think he has a British accent in the X-Men movies. I have no idea, to be honest. That's what I'm saying. I can't remember, bro. The last one I saw was... Dark Phoenix? No. The New Mutants, maybe. Oh. You don't you don't know <laughs> what any of those are, but yeah, I haven't seen X Men movies in many years, yeah. at least four years since I've seen one with Nicholas Holt. So okay, That's uh, yeah, I just swear to God he had, <laughs> he was doing an American accent, and this English accent sounds bizarre. Um, really? This and he was in the menu last year. Yeah, he was in Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, where he says, "Oh, what a day." What a lovely day! Yes. Yes. 
<laughs> yes, that's like I don't know what accent that is, but it's, <laughs> it's much more appealing than the British one he's doing in this movie. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, it just sounded bizarre, right? Um, the other actors, like you know, the, uh, the support group and like uh, the yeah. gang, all of those I could take or leave. Um, do you know John Ralphio? No. Okay, he's the son of the gangsters. Oh right, okay. What's no. he called? Oh, what's Wait. his name? Who the? Oh, what? the Teddy Lobo. Isn't Teddy Lobo Ben Schwartz? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Anyway, so this guy played John Ralphio on Parks and Rec. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, okay. he was like my favorite character on Parks and Rec. Okay. So he met Tom. Yeah. Do you know Tom? Have you ever seen Parks and Rec? No. Oh my god. <laughs> In the short lifespan of the show, I've slammed Parks and Rec at least twice. Okay. Uh, one for Louis C.K. Convicted Peter, f- not sorry. <laughs> He's not a convicted pedophile. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh my goodness, that's We're a mistake. I made a mistake. We're about to get sued. He's just not a good guy, right? Okay. He unconsensually uh, jacked off in front of people. Oh, very uh, gross guy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I mentioned that because he didn't like Avatar. So. Okay. Makes sense. <laughs> yes. It, yes. I'm that's connecting why. the dots. Here. Yes. Yes. Anyway, there was something else I, I slammed. Uh, Pox and Rick for. It doesn't matter. We, we yeah. were wasting so much time. Yes. Okay. Right. But the point being, John Ralphio was my favorite character on that show. Okay. <laughs> played yeah. by Ben Schwartz. Yeah. And Tom played by Aziz Ansari. Yeah. Right. And pretty much everything I've seen Ben Schwartz in after that, I, I haven't liked it. Really? <laughs> I'm trying to think now, right? What else has he been in? Um, He was in Space Force. Yeah, I don't like him there. Really? Okay. He's just like a background character. He's not even like... Yeah, he's just... I but John Ralphio is a background character <laughs> and he's like my favorite guy. <laughs> he's always like these kind of background characters. Yeah, that's why I like him getting so much screen time in this movie, I think was a mistake. Really? Yes. I okay. think he's, again, used in very small segments. Yeah. He was just like, I found him very cringe in this movie. I I think he's very good at playing unlikable characters. Sure, sure. And so he, like, okay, yeah, he did get a lot of screen time. But mm. I, well, but this is the thing. I think you're just like an asshole, not an yeah. evil person. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's how I prefer my Ben Schwartz. Okay. <laughs> uh, I go to the coffee cart and say, "Listen, when you're making my Ben Schwartz, <laughs> don't make, don't, don't tip the evil syrup in. <laughs> just, just put the asshole syrup in." <laughs> yeah. Him being like evil and like killing people—that like that little part didn't like work well because yeah. like he's very like comedic and like very like. You yeah. know, dramatic. So, like, when something hectic is happening, he seems like uh, that it's tonally very off. Yeah. You know, when something hectic happens. Because I feel like in the first half, he's kind of that. I don't want to say he's the comic relief because there's a lot of different yeah, comedic yeah, yeah. elements. But he's like he's just kind of there making stupid things happen so that mm. they can get a cheap laugh. But then uh, he has that meeting with his mother and. Um, the tone kind of switches mm. and then he he tries to be this badass but he doesn't really pull it off all that well 
Alright. Alright. But that's just my take. Okay. So, uh, I really enjoyed the comedy in this movie. Me too. Yeah. So... <laughs> the, the comedic timing. Yes. Was... Unfortunately, I've seen a lot of people online say that they didn't like it. And they compared it negatively to what we do in the shadows. Okay. Have you ever seen that? No. So it's both a TV show and a movie. Okay. They made a movie and then they made a spin-off TV show about it. Okay. So I've only seen the movie. I've never seen the TV show. Yeah. And apparently, like, uh, people are comparing it negatively towards the TV show. So I can't, like, comment on that. Yeah. Probably because I've never seen that show, I'm not, like, you know, like, used to, like, vampire jokes. So maybe because you've been watching vampire jokes for, like, however many years that show has been going on <laughs> you're like yeah. you're you're used to it so like you this seems like overused and like yeah. overwrought now that you're watching this movie yeah but to me like I it doesn't matter I yeah. enjoyed the yeah. the like I didn't enjoy the running jokes okay they're like uh, the jokes in the moment yeah were funny but the running jokes the the first running joke was the one about ska music. Yeah. They're like, her <laughs> boyfriend is obsessed with ska and, like, it's rubbing off on her. Yeah. Like, I don't really enjoy that. That's like, uh, again, I don't know how many movies you watch, but that's something from, like, the, the mid-2000s. People uh, <laughs> would okay. be like, ska is underrated, man. This is fucked up what you're doing. You, you know, you're, you're treating us very poorly. Yeah. It's like, it's that era has been long gone. It's, yeah. Children have been born and grew up in <laughs> that time, bro. It's over. Uh, that and the other one, you know, when they're like, shut the fuck up, Kyle. <laughs> I just... <sighs> I enjoyed that so much. Fair enough. But uh, for me, every time they did that, I just felt it was very, like, telegraphed. Like, oh, I can yeah. see what you're, you're yeah. setting up for here. It, uh, yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm, any uh, so the next thing is I really enjoyed the action in the movie yes so uh, it's clearly like heightened and over the top well obviously yeah. because <laughs> people are blowing up yeah. right I, but you know like that adds to the comedy of you know uh, in the vein of like a Buster Keaton or like a Jackie Chan yeah where they like they use their physical it's, it's physical comedy yes or you know like the Three Stooges. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. The action was the comedy. Not... Because they were also just jokes. Yeah. But, like, the action added a lot to the comedy in yeah. this movie. That's what I felt. Right. Like, and... Sorry. Yeah. So, like, it's obviously not choreographed as well as the John Wick movies. Yeah. Right? Which <laughs> we've been watching yeah. these past couple of weeks, which we, you know, keep going back to as, like... Uh, well, at least... From the things we've covered, the high benchmark for... Uh, yeah in movies yeah right and uh, but like uh, I understand it wasn't you know choreographed as well but it was good for conveying the comedy yeah so it did what it needed to do yeah that's what uh, it's functional action yeah that's what, what I would say right yeah definitely none of yeah. the action like <sighs> well it's not necessarily action but you know like this one where Dracula shows up he throws Nicholas Holt. Yeah. And then he kills all the yes. support group. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was great. But the only yeah. thing is that shot of Nicholas Holt, like, flying through the air. He flew for so long. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, he's moving in slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, just the way that shot looked, I thought was very cheap. Yeah. 
you know we were speaking about CGI earlier or like effects that yeah. that shot I think was uh, kind of hit or miss right yeah but uh, for the most part just yeah the, the action yeah pretty good yeah I agree yeah. you were gonna say something before I yeah steamrolled over you <laughs> I was gonna say uh, like in one of the very first uh, bits of the movie I think it it might even be in the first scene where Dracula's um, trapped by the I don't know I think they're priests or something the summoning circle yeah in yes. the summoning circle and then he throws his shoe through and um, Dracula kills that guy and then we just yeah fuck <laughs> and that that made me <laughs> burst out laughing that was <laughs> that was like that set the the kind of tone mm. and the idea that I was going to be laughing throughout this movie. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, where I feel that this movie falls down is with the plot. Okay. So it feels like the Obi Wan Kenobi show, which my co-host has neither seen <laughs> nor who knows who that is. Right? <laughs> Do you know who Obi Wan Kenobi yes. is? Do you? Yes. <sighs> <sighs> well, yeah, I did show you a new hope. Yes. So. You met Old Ben, but uh, you don't know uh, you, Ewan McGregor, right? So the TV show was with Ewan McGregor, right? Yes. And it felt like they had enough material for a movie. Yes. But they needed to pad it out. Okay. To make it a series, so yeah. they introduced this other plot with like uh, these people who hunt down Jedi. Okay. Uh, they called Inquisitors. Yes. And the two plots didn't like mesh well at all. Okay. And it felt like, well, why don't you just separate these two things? Yeah. In the same way, I just felt, um, like, I just think it's very interesting, this plot of Renfield, uh, you know, learning to stop being codependent to Dracula and, yeah. you know, breaking away from him. Yeah. Um, and, uh, oh, sorry, sorry. So him seeking therapy to escape Dracula's narcissism. Yeah. Right? That wasn't enough, so that to add in this Aquafina. Like the, the, the cop hunting, and like the yeah, gang yeah. plot, right? Yeah. To to like pad it out. Yeah. And I just felt like those things didn't mix well. Yeah. Like I know they tried, but uh, it just. I think if they just focused on that therapy segment, yeah, that would have been a very. But the the only thing is, it, it would have been very short. This yeah. movie on its own is very short. It's like an hour and a half. Yeah. Maybe less. I think an hour and twenty. Yeah. But whatever. The point being. <laughs> <laughs> the point being. Uh, they realized that they didn't have enough material. Yeah. So they added the secondary plot. Yeah. I again, I felt they could have done a a TV show. Yeah. Like, but unlike Obi Wan, which was a a narrative show, mm-hmm. do a like a segment. Okay. To, oh no, not a segment. Uh, it's called an anthology. Yeah. But okay, fuck. Do you know, like, True Detective? Yes. That's an anthology season. Yeah. So every season takes place in a new setting. Yeah. But I'm talking about an anthology per episode, right? Yeah. Every episode is in a different setting. Yes. So in this like, one um, episode, we Atlanta. see... Atlanta. Is it Atlanta? No. Okay. Have you seen Atlanta? Well, I've seen one episode. All right. I should not kill you. <laughs> through, okay. through, the, <laughs> through the thing over there. But anyway. <laughs> okay, yes. anyway. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 
where they do like standalone episodes one episode is about Renfield yes one episode is about like the wolfman okay. one episode is about the creature from the black lagoon Love right and robot style yes that, that that's a anthology where every episode is set in a different yes yeah. right yes so this Renfield could have been a 45 minute episode yeah i really feel that this could have been a tight 45 minute very interesting yeah he learns to have have self respect and uh you know fight back against his boss through yeah. like the people he's met at therapy yeah uh, this entire like okofina thing uh and, and no not i'm saying her name like she's the one responsible yeah. her and like the the gang and like yeah. that whole shit could have been easily cut out there was no need for it yeah but then i don't know if if uh the whole thing would have still happened because it so the the whole support group thing then leads them to killing that what's her name the the lady's boyfriend right and that sets up the movie yeah but you, you can just have done it another way yeah i guess like look this it's it's a one hour episode of tv right yeah we first see renfield he goes to uh, a support group he uh, like listens to their stories and then we find out that he's been going after you know the the, the partners of there. these people yeah. who are you know mistreating them yeah and he takes them back to dracula uh, and and you find out dracula's been mistreating him yeah. and he goes back to therapy like he works you know, on it like he yeah. works on it he grapples with you know he sees how other people's relationships parallel his with dracula yeah <laughs> so and then he like uh, tries to break free yeah. dracula comes after him kills all 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 his friends right yeah he uses that as a, a i don't know a motive a spark okay yeah. a spark to gain his self confidence yeah he fights dracula how this movie ended you know like they cut him up yeah. they whatever whatever right yeah that would have been a much cleaner tighter movie there was absolutely no need for, for and the, like the Aquafina character could have just been somebody that he met yeah in the group yeah that's what i'm saying there's a much cleaner tighter movie that cuts the cop gang stuff completely out and it's yeah it preserves the concept and you know could have done more interesting things you know in that framework but yeah. adding the secondary plot which again that's all the stuff i don't like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right um you know i just don't okay. like it yeah next sense. next thing there's a lot of cliches in that aquafina plot sure yes like the whole everyone's the corrupt cliches. Mm. yeah everyone's corrupt uh she can only trust uh, her father died yeah <laughs> her father was in the police yes. force and then he died her father was the only him. clean cop yeah. and then he died and she is now the only clean cop yes. that she has to get revenge yes uh not only on the person who did it the gangster who did it and the other cops that uh yeah helped you know yes. make it happen yeah so yeah like you said very cliche yeah. i agree um Yeah. So yeah, like I said, I think the basis of the story is incredibly interesting, right? Yeah. Taking a 19th century relationship and interpreting it within today's society. Yeah. So in, so- in sociology, codependency is a theory that attempts to explain imbalanced relationships where one person enables another person's self-destructive behavior such as addiction, poor mental health, immaturity, irresponsibility or underachievement. 
So, <laughs> in the case of this movie, it's Dracula's narcissism. Yes. And, and uh, this is the framework which we Renfield uh, finds self-respect. Yeah. Right. right. So, again, like, uh, this is the core of the movie. This is the interesting, but I really felt like if they doubled down on this yeah. section of the story, they could have done something wonderful, yeah. Yeah, they probably it's just, could have, yeah. The plot, um, you know, going into this cops and robbers thing, yeah. <laughs> just so like, a, it yeah. derails it, and, well, I feel like I've said this a few times now, so let's just... Right. move on right on the whole I've thought it found a good mix of camp and terror and I really enjoyed this movie right yeah. I gave it an 8 out of 10 it's currently my favorite movie of 2023 okay I, I don't know about the terror alright yeah but maybe that's just me but like well I just his teeth were fucked up yeah. <laughs> his teeth upset me bro. <laughs> every time he smiled <laughs> he's about to you know like yeah. Take someone's head off. I'm like, oh, Drac, please, Drac. No, no. I think I'd be able to, you know, have a nice conversation with Dracula. And say, please don't eat me. Yeah. And it would work. Okay. Fair I'm, enough. I'm just saying. Yeah. Fair I have enough. my methods. I don't want to say it on mic in case. <laughs> in case Dracula's listening. Well, that and other people steal my method. And then like, so then Dracula finds somebody. They use my method. Now, then he finds a way to combat the method. <laughs> then when he gets to me, you know, my method is ineffective because he's already found a way around it. Right? Is that what you want for me, Lester? <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you want me to be caught <laughs> unawares by Dracula? <laughs> Alright. That's all I'm saying. Alright. Uh, any other thoughts before we end here? Um, no, I think the... Yeah, I think we got through everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As far as my notes go, yeah, that was pretty much everything. Alright. So we're roughly at hour and five minutes. Alright. So we just have recommendations. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you want to start? So, yeah, I've I've recently been watching this show. Uh, it's, I think it might be a game changer. Oh, that's very cool, very cool. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's, it's called Kaleidoscope. Ah, interesting. Yeah, and so every episode has a, a certain color and depending on the order you watch them in uh the the kind of the way you perceive the plot changes oh yeah it's, that does sound like a game changer yeah if anyone watched it which nobody has so you know but yeah. you're doing the good work out here you're you're putting the word out that uh yeah. The show exists and what's it called again uh, i keep forgetting kaleidoscope kaleidoscope yeah I've already forgotten. <laughs> God damn it. Anything else? Um, no, that's really about it. Alright. Yeah. So I have quite a lot to say. Alright, go for it. So Abbott Elementary. Okay. It ended this week. Okay. Great show. What's that about? <sighs> Abbott yeah, Elementary. Yeah. Teachers in a public school. Oh. And their struggles with, you know, like, being underfunded, okay. underpaid. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's ma- it's centered around this lady. Her name is Janine. Okay. She's, I don't want to say new. She's just been on the job, like, two or three years. Yeah. As compared to her colleagues, which have, have been there, like, 10, 15, yeah. 20 years, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so she's learning a lot from them. And, like... Uh, there's a potential love story with a, a oh. new teacher who showed up. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just a great show. 
Um, season two ended this week, so yeah. let's see how it goes. Cool. I think it was picked up for another season, but uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed. That's good. Mm. Cool. Next, the season premiere of Barry. Oh. Was last week. Okay. Do you know what that is? No. So do you know Bill Hader? Yes. Who is he? I don't know, but we've mentioned him before. <laughs> I have all these times where I'm like, um, so you know this person? You're like, yeah. I'm like, well, who is he? <laughs> You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't prepared for <laughs> follow-up questions. <laughs> Most of the time, I know the name. All right, so I he just, was on yeah. SNL. Okay. And also, you know we were mentioning Ben Schwartz? Yes. So Ben Schwartz and Bill Hader both do the voice for BB-8. Oh. You don't okay. know who that is. I know who BB-8 is. All right. BB-8 is from Star Wars, oh my which uh, my co-host has never seen. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Cool. <laughs> he's, he, but this is the thing. I think from season two, he's been directing the episodes. Oh, wow. Okay. And he seems to be one of the most exciting young directors. Well, I think he's like in his 40s or 50s, but whatever. New but I'm directors. saying new directors. That's what I'm, I mean, right? Yeah. Barry season three, the cinematography was outstanding. Some of the best shit on TV we're seeing right now. Okay. Uh, so yeah, season four. So I think this is the last season. Okay. Don't quote me on that, but yeah, season four of Barry. I'd really love to see this guy do a movie. Okay. You know, come to the big leagues. Yeah. No, you know he's yeah. a big fish in a small pond. Yeah. What if he was a small fish in a big pond? What if he was a big fish in a big pond? What if? It, stop <laughs> alright we we, <laughs> we getting distracted you we need to you know be focused here right everyone keeps saying it's too long it's too long we need a you know okay. in and out in and out okay clear concise points okay All right. next point let's go I watch Demolition Man okay. you know what that is nope it's like a <sighs> a critique of liberalism in the 90s oh, okay. right it's like a movie where uh, Stallone. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. There's a guy played by... Fuck, what's his name? He was Blade. Uh, I have no idea. He was Blade! I have no idea. Wesley Snipes. Oh. Wesley Snipes plays the villain. He, I think his name is Simon Phoenix. Okay. Yeah, because he's always saying, Simon says, and then... Uh, ah. Yeah, but anyway. Okay. So he's just like... I guess like a warlord. <laughs> oh, nice. He's taken over a district in South Los Angeles. Okay. Right? Just, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just like fire and brimstone. Okay. But then they send in one man. Oh, wow. Uh, I forget his name. <laughs> wow. His name is John Spartan. Okay. Very weird name. Yeah. <laughs> John Spartan, played by Sylvester Stallone. The demolition man. Right. Okay. He's criticized because even though he gets his man, he yeah. might block the building okay. to do it, right? Yeah. So uh, the demolition. Pe- yes. Okay. Yeah. People will say that he uh you know, he's too violent and uh the property damage isn't worth uh, getting the bad guy. It's like the whole plot of that one Avengers movie. Well I think those guys are fucking pussies, you know. <laughs> yeah. Sorry that he got the bad guy. You know, sorry that good guys did good, you know. Sorry that you yeah. guys killed people too. So anyway, um, he gets uh, what's his name? Simon Phoenix says that they were hostages, and he blew up the building, knowing there were hostages inside. Yeah. To get him. All right. But those people are already dead, right? So he frames. Okay. John Spartan. 
Oh, right. Nice. And they yeah. both get put in like cryo sleep. Okay. And somehow Simon Phoenix escapes in the future. Okay. But the future he escapes in isn't the, you know, <laughs> the, like the place the that he, that he was the in, world yeah. that he was in, right? Yeah. It's become this pussified place where nobody does any violence. The police don't know how to handle someone like this, right? Ah. So they have to unfreeze the demolition man, so right? So that he can demolish, right? Right. And again, this the, the idea is that this is the future that liberals wanted. They they <laughs> were like. Um, so they don't have sex. They have like this uh, helmet that they put on where they like, uh, like connect minds. Yes, where they connect minds. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> and that's it, right? They you're not allowed to have burgers. I don't think, what? or like meat. You I think it's only veg. Uh, it's stuff like that where it's like, uh, the future's become pussified, and now only Stallone can <laughs> can save us. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> It's kind of hilarious, bro. It's, uh... <laughs> anyway, the next thing I watched was a movie called Dinosaur. Okay. Something I watched when I was a child. Yeah. Uh, we were speaking about this in the Mario commentary, right? Yes. We said, um, you know, children have lots of... There's yeah. certain, like, child interests. Yeah. Like, sharks. Yeah. Children get obsessed with sharks. Yeah. Or, like, dinosaurs. Children get obsessed with dinosaurs. Yeah. Or, like... Greek mythology. Yeah. <laughs> Children get obsessed with the Greek mythology, right? Yes. So anyway, when I was a child, I had this. D- not, I was going to say DVD, a VHS. VHS <laughs> of a movie called Dinosaur. It okay. came out in two thousand, okay. and I assume you know it's trying to capitalize off like, uh, you know, Jurassic Park. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the what? dinosaur fame of Jurassic. Yeah, Park. the dinosaur craze yeah. of uh, Jurassic Park, right? right? And I just remember this movie and. So, in the Mario 1993 movie, yeah, they like the world split into two. Yes, one where there were dinosaurs, one where there were humans, right? <laughs> yes. So that reminded me of dinosaurs, which made me want to watch this. So I watched <laughs> this on, you know, after we finished recording last week, I watched dinosaur <laughs> directly after. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, and um, that's fine. That's seven. Okay. It's not spectacular it's not bad it's just it's just there just like as a child I loved it because I'm like oh my god it's dinosaurs (laughs) but now I'm like oh it's whatever maybe even a 6 okay yeah whatever I haven't rated it yet okay I'm just uh, you know still stewing yeah anyway the Mandalorian Mando you have no idea who that is oh my goodness listeners he's never watched Star Wars he's (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anyway, so there's a Mandalorian, and uh, the season three ended this week. Yeah. Pretty good ending. Um, I don't know how I feel about the season. Okay. It doesn't feel like a cohesive season. It feels like moments. Okay. They yeah. were just like, all right, we want to have this cool moment. How can we get there? Yeah. And then they work backwards instead of, like, writing a story. And having Like, a nice from the ground up and, like... Yeah earning those moments they just they figured out the moment and work backwards yeah so although I felt the moments were cool I don't think they were earned yeah so I'm still thinking about how I feel about the Mandalorian okay the, the season I mean uh, yeah yeah season 3 hmm. okay and then yeah that's it that's it okay so let me just click back uh, thank you for listening 
please remember to rate, review, subscribe, give a like, etc. Yeah. All the things. Yeah. And uh, importantly, it needs to be a five star review. Has to be five star. Yes. I'm trying to think of uh, <laughs> what can I do? Yeah. I'll cut your tires. I'll just Damn, okay. I'll, I'll put a, I'll put a hole in it. <laughs> You'll be driving down and you, you, your your car breaks down. You're like, what the hell? How did this happen? You didn't give a five star review. You gave a four point five. <laughs> We've gone from rearranging CDs to slashing tires. I mean, <laughs> it's not a big deal. Slashing tires. Yeah. You need a new tire. Exactly. Do you know how expensive tires are? All right, fine. I won't slash tires. What do you suggest? Um, I suggest changing two songs in their Spotify playlist to something that they don't like. Mm, no. Okay. How about we take honey? Okay. We put honey on your doormat. And suddenly there's a lot of insects. You're like, oh my God, why is there so much insects? Right? That's what a 4.5 star <laughs> review will get you. You know, proceed at your peril. 4.5 and below. 4.5 and below. <laughs> Five stars only. Right? Please yeah. subscribe on Patreon to listen to our movie commentaries. Yeah. Please tell a friend. Tell that t- friend to tell a friend. Make and uh, friends. And tell them to tell their friends. This is something I haven't been mentioning in the past couple of weeks, right? Okay. I forgot about the the main lesson of the Fast and Furious movies. Family. Family. Tell a family member <laughs> to listen <laughs> to the part. <sighs> yeah. Well, is there anything else? Well, the website. The website. We've got a website where you can find all our socials. That's pacesup-pod.github.com dot github dot io slash site s i t e and yeah so yeah that's about it uh well you said our socials it's not just the socials it's the dsps oh yeah so like if you wanna if you listen to Spotify there'll be a Spotify link if you listen to Apple Podcasts there'll be Apple link you know whatever yeah. what your preferred digital service provider is alright. All of them things. Yes. Pacer. P-A-I-C-I-P dash pod. P-O-D dot github. G-I-T-H-U-B dot I-O forward slash site. S-I-T-E. Yes. Yes. Cool. <laughs> you, you, didn't, you didn't spell it. You only spelled site. Yeah. You didn't spell Pacer. How am I supposed to know what Pacer? Well, it's it's on a wherever What if I spell it this? P-A-Y space S-I-P? Pacer. But I paid for some. If if you're listening to this, then you're on one of our things already, and that's all the. Pace but what if no? Again, so I'm a, I'm a friend of one of the listeners, and okay. they're telling me, and they played the short segment, ah. and I just hear pace up. I see. And I go home and I type in pace up into my Google browser, and yeah. there's like a a weird porn fetish where <laughs> 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 people are are sipping on like a I don't know. On their pay for the week. Or on something. like milk or something. No, like, uh, you know, okay. there's like yes. a, a woman sipping milk and, and people are paying for. Oh, jeez. For to, to watch that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's what you'll find. <laughs> Listen, listeners, he was going to send you down that rabbit hole. I'm the one. I reached in. I grabbed you. I was like, no, no, listeners. <laughs> Let me save you from that. Now yes. who's the good and bad cops? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. All right. <laughs> uh, au revoir. Goodbye.